0: Oh, hey, welcome back to Bizarre Podcast, Dogs Must Die. My name is Grant, you can call him Chip, and today we are talking about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Golden Wind, episodes 22 and 23.
1: You know, after the big events of the last two episodes. Momentous events! Momentous, even! World-shaking! Yeah! We we begin off with episode 22, The G and Guts. Everyone's on that little boat that Narancia... Or not Narancia, but everyone was on at the mm-hmm, end of the mm-hmm. last episode, just kind of going through uh, Venetia, you know. Let me ask you, what is the G in Guts?
0: A- having seen uh, the episode now, what is the G in Guts? Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> is, is it
1: Girga? Is it Narancia Girga, the G in Guts? I, get, mm, I guess. I was also wondering this while watching the episode, trying to remember, like, do they, does that come up? <laughs> Not really, no, no. But like, yeah, they're they're silently
0: boating down through the canals and discussing next steps as you have to do. Mm-hmm. And this time, Bruno is the one insisting on caution. As as per usual, you know, you, you cannot run without knowing what's lying in wait for you. Mm-hmm. But this won't last forever because the babies are hungry. Oh yeah, <laughs> sex pistols,
1: hungry, need food. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're, they're actually, they are openly weeping. They are so hungry. Yeah. I oh, like the, the final shot before the OP here. It's just Bruno looking at Sex Pistols, just weeping and, and begging for food and just gently smiling like, oh, those kids. <laughs> they're good kids. They're going to grow up big
0: and strong. They're, mm-hmm. they're going to be mortars one day. <laughs> so, so yeah, this is the first episode with the new opening title sequence. Oh my goodness. Oh wow. my goodness. It's the most narrative i guess yeah it is essentially a a big recap of all the fights so far
1: (laughs) yeah kind of quickly zooming through all those guys and then you know seeing Mm -hmm. the the group kind of turning their backs on the boss save for fugo who stays behind and then more like hero shots of all of uh uh, the crew and their stands Mm -hmm. including a first look at trish's stand who we will not talk about today (laughs) yep safe to say doesn't look like it has big dinosaur claws like it was previously possibly <laughs> established to be, but who knows? Who knows what's going on there? And then the final bit of the the op kind of leads to uh, something that has not happened yet, but we we basically see a one on one fight between Giorno and the boss going at mm-hmm, each uh-huh. other, and a lot of
0: arrow imagery, stand creating arrow business, yeah, in in the final moments especially. Uh, what do you think of the
1: song? What do you think of this new song? It's one that I had to like warm up to. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of... Because it starts off very... Um, kind of like slow and down tempo which is a change for jojo theme songs i think uh
0: yeah yeah and then after after a few measures of singing it gets filled in with like a, a fuller orchestra component it's very live and let die
1: yes uh, at the beginning of this song yeah that's what it reminds me of god i was really trying to think of what that reminded me of mm-hmm. there are a couple bits that i like didn't notice the first couple viewings of this op when i was first watching this Part of the show uh, that eventually got stuck in my head, which is the best part. Basically, all the lyrics are in Japanese, except for the part near the end where Jarno's hand raises into the air in defiance, holding the arrow, and they just say, Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> that part is really stuck in my head. That part's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh,
0: so back in the action, everyone has found uh, a small cafe. We, we love a little Italian bistro. Oh, yeah. Uh, sitting in their patio, which abuts like between the building of the restaurant and the canal where the boat is parked. And there are two things that Sex Pistols love more than anything. Number one, salami. Number two, preventing number five from eating salami.
1: <laughs> yep. So they're just, uh, yeah, they're chowing down except for number five. And Mista and Abacchio are chatting about random things, and they're talking about vegetarians. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mista cannot fathom what exactly vegetarians do. When I'm being hunted
0: by the entire mafia, <laughs> and the entire mafia has superpowers, you know what I wonder about?
1: Leather goods. Yeah, yep. M- Misa's like, D- can vegetarians eat cheese? And and Bakio's. <laughs> I love this line from a Bakio where he's like, "Well, no, they can't because milk and eggs come from cows and chickens." Remember, <laughs> remember.
0: There, there's a really subtle like difference in the two translations here, but, but it means different things in, in a, a bigger way than you might expect, because in the, in the subtitles, they are talking about vegetarians, mm-hmm. and in the dub, they are talking about vegans. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, depending on uh, uh, which label they're talking about, either Abakio is right in the dub, <laughs> or
1: not quite there in the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the subtitle. <laughs> So yeah, they just keep they talk about it for a decent Forever. length. Ever <laughs> why? <laughs> and it's it's like the vegetarians can't have cake with cream on it. And Misa's is like, well, what the fuck is the point of being a vegetarian then if you can't eat cake? It's... And Jorno's just keeping watch, remembering the situation they're in. Good for you, good for you, Jorno. Yeah, and and Jorno's just like, you know, we got to be careful. You know, they could be anywhere doing anything. They could have poisoned our food. And as he says this, some other guy who who's eating the table behind Naranja gets up, bumps into Naranja, causing a little bit of wine to 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 splash onto this dude's white Mm-mm. jacket, which pisses him off. Uh, and in a series, first. Everyone (laughs) sees another human being that isn't one of them and goes, that's a stand user immediately, (laughs) immediately.
0: Well, because anybody who's going to yell at them must be their enemy. Mm Mm-hmm. They're so wound up, they're they're so prepared to launch in in a moment's notice that, yes, Narancha accuses this guy of being one of the boss's goons and starts kicking the shit out of him. Then there's a blink, and Mista is also kicking the shit out of him, as Abacchio slowly sips a little bit of red wine and then is also kicking the (laughs) shit out of him.
1: Yes, this is a a pretty famous moment from part five. Where three guys slowly just pile on this dude and kick the ever living shit out of him, and then they go, wait, 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 wait. This guy isn't a stand user. He passed out simply from being kicked to death. <laughs> <laughs> this can't be a stand user, and he's not. He's just a guy. I guess you really do owe him for dry cleaning, huh, Narancia? <laughs> oh, sucks to be you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's just passed the hell out because he's just a normal man with no stand powers. I'm sure it's memorable just for, for being
0: a good gag, but I think it's also really important to have a moment like this at this point in the story, right? We mm. we have this reminder that after everything, that despite what's changed, even as renegades, they are the same crew. Yeah. Th- these are the dudes that did the torture dance. Th- <laughs> this is like a, a companion scene to the torture dance yes, for me. <laughs> absolutely. But... Wouldn't it be nice if there was one more guy kicking the, sh- <laughs> kicking the shit out of the dude?
1: There's a little bit more room. Doesn't it make you a little yeah. sad? Uh. I wish all the sex pistols were gently kicking him as well. He's way bigger than a bullet. They can't do shit. <laughs> don't tell me what physics is. <laughs> F equals M-A. That's that's not numbers. I don't know what that means. Those are letters. What are you talking about? So yeah, as they they realize, oh, this is just a normal guy. Uh, after the deed has already been done, they've stopped kicking him. Bruno's just like, "Hey, stop doing that." But but they're not quite done with him.
0: I I love Abacchio taking a fork of his food and shoving it down his throat. Yes, like, hey, we could use this
1: normal man to test our food for poison. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> God. And while all that wackiness is happening, Jorno is uh, still in the the serious one mode. Is Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. looking at Bruno and still thinking about what happened to him in the previous episode where he seemingly died, but then he wasn't dead, but then he could just like get his hands skewered with little rocks when he fell down and stuff, and like not feel it and also not bleed. And he's just like, What the fuck? Can I give a theory? Yeah. Bruno is a zombie. Mm. Okay.
0: Giorno doesn't know he can make zombies. What what happens if you give life to a dead person's body, right. their ghost gets zapped back in them, and he is a dead
1: man haunted by his own spirit. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, while Giorno is thinking about that, it's time for the rest of the group to you know, start talking about future plans, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what the boss can do, like, power-wise. This
0: this is basically Bruno's big pep talk. Yeah, yeah. We, we gotta find his identity, and we gotta get the drop on him. Mm-hmm. And so Bacchio suggests... Uh, uh, much like the the execution squad uh, uh, was trying to do. Why don't we just use Trish? She has a connection. She must know something. Mm-hmm. But Narancia is not down with this. Yeah. He's begun to feel very, very protective of her and, and the way he sees her. And everybody's talking about her until suddenly she's there. Yeah. She just hops out of that turtle. The turtle is a very convenient device for only having to draw so many people at a time. <laughs> yeah. For for being able for for having a, a way for any combination of characters to be available at any given time, and you don't have to explain it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's very convenient. Yeah, Neranza specifically was worried about um, Trish realizing that her dad was trying to kill her because you know she basically was passed out the entire time that mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. was happening. And yeah, that's when Trish pops out, and it's just like, hey, you don't have to like worry about that. I kind of already figure that out and she also says she remembers her dad saying that he wanted to race the footsteps of mankind <laughs> <laughs> or at least that's how it was written in the uh uh the mm-hmm. subs but yeah she does have some info about her dad uh her mom once said that she met him in sardinia back when he was called old Toughnose. yeah i love that uh uh nom de guerre that he had back then mm-hmm that was 15 years ago so that sounds like a new destination mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to reach to try and get any any info and then Bruno's just like hey we we're probably gonna kill your dad is that okay <laughs> And she says, "Yeah,
0: I guess so." Because what she cares about, she, she her her drive, her her motivation, is to figure out, is to learn the nature of her father, to to uh, discover where she came from. If he has to die in that process, yep, and is some sort of strange permutation of the uncertainty principle. <laughs> measuring a man will destroy him that's fine if that's what it takes it's what it takes
1: yeah and so bakio is just looking at narancha going light. Like, i guess he didn't need to worry about that she seems a lot tougher than we thought and narancha is the only one still sitting at the table at this point stirring like his soup whatever type of soup it is he's got uh yeah, and he's,
0: he's looking down at his soup he, he's just feeling like He's feeling a little bit, like, ashamed of himself, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, of his self-doubt, looking down at his, it's, I don't know, it reminds me of the scene in Taxi Driver where he's looking down at his (laughs) Alka-Seltzer. Yeah. I don't know. But, but that's when, uh, he's got soup problems.
1: There's problems. There's problems with the soup. His soup eats the spoon instead of the other way around. Yep, his spoon is gone you know the not super bright so he lifts up the soup bowl and looks underneath it he looks under the table just like where would it might be he looks under go? his
0: own skirt
1: yeah, yeah. just in case mm-hmm. and so he just gets up and grabs a spoon from a table no one's at goes back to his soup and uh, he barely drags his spoon th- through the soup and it there's like a big twisted chunk of metal on his spoon Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the remains of the original spoon yeah and then
0: there's spooky soup music Whoa. <laughs> uh,
1: that's when he notices like the little uh bit of his first spoon that's in the in the soup again uh it gets eaten by a very small shark a soup shark <laughs> the sh- and so narancia gets up points at the soup and shouts, there's a shark in the soup! <laughs> uh, and that's when everyone starts shooting their guns. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Trish is ordered back in the turtle. Get out of here. Yep, yeah. Aerosmith comes out, shoots the shit out of that soup. Mista pulls out his guns and starts shooting at the soup. It's just one of those basic JoJo things that I just love, just pointing at the at soup, goes, there's a shark in the soup, and then shooting it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> But he's still holding the spoon. Like, the soup has been obliterated. But he's... Well,
0: st- he's hungry! Yeah.
1: He wanted to get some salami, too, but the stands ate it all. He's a growing boy, and he needs his soup. Soup is good for the bones. So, yeah, there's still a bit of soup or a, a soup in his spoon, and suddenly the shark is in there. And it jumps, it leaps out of the spoon, and... Mm-hmm. uh, And it tears his tongue off. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. The, the shark, Yeah, the shark grabs his tongue and then falls into the puddle of soup on the ground and then teleports into a bottle that was nearby that had some liquid in it. And as Naraja tries to grab that, the shark just keeps voiping out of existence and appearing in—he's uh, he's doing s- short-range teleports, skipping from liquid to liquid—
0: Yeah, yeah. All the water glasses, all the wine glasses, all the the spilled bits, anything that's liquid, this shark could just boop into it. And one of my favorite little abilities of this stand, guess what, it's a stand, I bet you couldn't have uh, uh, known, (laughs) but uh, uh, is that whenever it teleports somewhere, it scales to the liquid that it's in? yep. So its size is dependent on its container, much like a thing they say about really old goldfish, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So, so yeah, when it's in the spoon, it's itty bitty teeny tiny. When it's in the soup bowl, it's a little bigger. Mm-hmm. Eventually, we will see
1: it in the canal, and it's like the size of a fucking shark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so Mista is just going like, hey, holy shit, Narancha doesn't have a tongue anymore. Uh, Narancha is, like, having difficulty breathing and stuff, and Jorno mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, says, I can make a tongue, but it's gonna take a little bit. In the meanwhile, <laughs> Mista, do you have a pen? Takes the pen and jabs it into Narancha's throat and then pulls, like, the, the top of it off so that it's like a breathing tube for him. And also the pen is giving him yeah, life energy. Yeah, he... It's a special life energy pen. He does, a, like, a ballpoint pen, emergency tracheotomy, and so,
0: like... You've you've seen this happen oh, in yeah. plenty of things, or be referenced in plenty of things. But I was curious mm-hmm. where in the timeline of this being like a, a thing does JoJo's Bizarre Adventure uh, uh, fall? Especially the manga publication right. of this part, and fairly early, actually, really. Uh, At least according to the examples compiled on TVTropes.com. Thank you very much. Okay, okay. But, like, not the originator, if anything is, aside from, you know, medical practice, I guess. It would probably be MASH. But, Mm. like, this being published in, like, the the original uh, uh, manga telling of the story really predated so, so many things that you probably associate with it, which came from, like, the, the mid to late 2000s explosion of, like, cop shows and medical dramas, mm. right? So, there you go. Jo- JoJo's early wave, That's perhaps. That's cool. Oh. So, now Narancia is no longer drowning in his own tongue blood. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And and he's bought time for, like, whatever random trash becomes his new tongue. <laughs> To, like, join and suture together. Good job, Jorno. You're a weird creep. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this is the third fight that proves these boys need some sort of hand signal
1: worked out. Yes. They need to work on communication. They they need to go to a, a weekend retreat where they just work on that. Imagine how much shorter,
0: and thankfully shorter, the, the babyface fight would have been <laughs> if, if
1: Narancia understood Jorno's hand signals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They all need like a little horn, just like a (laughs) and that's only used if a stand is nearby and you can't speak Mm -hmm. for some reason. I mean, they know a stand is nearby. Everybody
0: knows a stand is nearby, but Narancia was unable to communicate, he's in that glass, he's in that glass, he's in that. At at one point, Mista thought he was pointing at the glasses because he was real thirsty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. These boys need help. What's that boy? You want water? They're, they're talking to him like he's Lassie, but he's he's a guy. He's one of you. He's a boy. Listen to the boy. So, so while he recuperates, the, the camera pulls back to the rooftops and we see two new guys. Two whole new guys. Two whole new guys who are just talking about, oh, yeah, the boss was right. That, that blonde kid, he's the one we really got to worry about. You know, kill the healer first, I guess, uh, yeah. is their strategy. Yep. And one of
1: them calls Giorno the cannoli-haired deadbeat newcomer. <laughs> I I enjoy all the extra Italian shit they sprinkle in the dialogue in the English dub. I, I like it a lot.
0: Do you think that's why he's, his hair swirlies are... You think they're supposed to be cannoli?
1: Oh, man. Maybe. Is there cheese in there? <laughs> <laughs> Is there cheese in those hair curls? Is that how they stay together? He would. He fucking would. Yeah. And and then Sex Pistols can get a snack. It never happens in all of part five. But the whole time I was watching it, my first time, I was desperately waiting for like a late show reveal where Jorno. And his does like a desperate final move to like save his ass in a fight or something. And it's just, he's got stuff hidden in the hair curls. I was waiting him <laughs> to do the Mista, like dip your head down as stuff falls out of your head move. But it never happens. You never know what's in those in those. I want him to get caught in like
0: a heavy rainstorm. And so all of his like hair falls out of how it's styled. And just mm-hmm. to like see the raw length of it in what spots. How do you... Like, architecturally, I gotta see your foundation here.
1: Yeah, so, I'm for, I meant to bring this up like the last two episodes, but there is a YouTube account called Satoken's Hair Labo, which is this Japanese uh, hair stylist who also makes, like, cosplay wigs by commission, mm-hmm. and he has a lot of videos showing how he makes them, and he is extremely good at making anime hair not look goofy uh, in real life, and he has multiple videos of doing Jojo hair, including a wig of Jorno's hair, and yeah, it is a lot of hair to, to make that hairdo work. It is a lot of hair. He also does one where he makes Ref's hair, which is a lot of fun, because I kept waiting for him to pull out a tiny lawnmower to make it so flat on top. <laughs> the video's like 10 minutes at like 10 times fast forward speeds. So Jorno's taking a lot of time every time he's mm-hmm, got to get mm-hmm. this hairdo going. Well, the stand does it for him. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's yeah life energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it just grows that
0: way. Yep. Uh, so anyway, this this baby shark do do, do uh It's named <laughs> Clash for, of course, the Clash. Uh, I already said back when Sex Pistols was in- introduced. I'm I'm a Clash man. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. happy to see him. <laughs> I wish
1: he wasn't a dumb little shark. <laughs> I
0: <laughs> yeah. wish it was a
1: cooler one. Yeah. So this shark, by the way, look is like a, a metal shark. He's got like rivets all over his fins. Yeah, yeah, uh, and he's he's got two little beady like red eyes, and like in the middle, he's got like this gold. I don't know if it's an eye or what. It looks like a centerpiece to a Gundam's head a little bit mm-hmm, to me. Mm-hmm. But in that, he's just kind of a shark. Just kind of a but, normal shark.
0: But these two guys uh, uh, who've not yet introduced themselves are very, shall we say comfortable with one another oh yeah they're boyfriends they they are again so implied uh you think they say it but they don't actually say it
1: yeah yeah they're they're doing jojo poses where their limbs are intertwined with each other all the time and yeah
0: yeah hey hey, bro let me just rest my chin on your head bro bro let me reach (laughs) over your lap let me extend my body behind you brah yeah just just twist out your elbow real
1: sassy like broseph come on come on (laughs) brah straight (laughs) <laughs> uh you know they they they're confident they can take all these guys out but they're gonna have to cooperate to pull it off
0: yes yes
1: uh which is what they do because
0: they are the boss's elite personal bodyguard mm-hmm. their names are squalo and tiziano mm-hmm. squalo is the stand user of of uh clash yeah and tiziano we have not yet seen his stand squalo of course means shark in Italian. <laughs> yeah. Very direct. Uh, you want to guess what Tiziano is named for? Hmm. An Italian
1: painter named Tiziano. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. He's well, not even a food! His stand better be an Italian painter then, right? <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: uh, their their plan... The, that they're
1: going over with one another. It's just
0: lure each member of the group one by one into the water to be torn to shreds by a <laughs> magic shark. Eureka it seems like a good plan if if it works at least. Yeah. And their their vibe, I, I guess I'm just gonna talk about James Bond a lot today because they, they feel very like Mr. Wint and Mr. Kid to me. Oh, very yeah. Diamonds
1: are forever henchmen. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about what these guys look like? Yeah, let's let's talk about what they look like. One of them, Squalo I believe, is, uh, has orange hair. Yes. Uh got a blue headband on and he almost is doing Cloud Strife cosplay cuz he's got like a <laughs> a sleeveless turtleneck style thing on and he's got like these steel shoulder guards on <laughs> that remind me of cloud mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. yeah he's wearing a full body except for the arms mm-hmm. uh a jumpsuit with pinstripes because yes. of course he is yep <laughs> yeah yeah big big riveted pauldrons while tiziano is what's what's the name of that uh uh like fashion trend with like super heavy spray tan and bleach blonde hair he's doing that
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bu- 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 wow, why can I not remember what that is called? But yeah, yeah, that. Pretty standard clothing otherwise, though.
0: Yeah, he he's wearing people clothes.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's also a jumpsuit. Uh, uh But, you <laughs> know,
0: fashion has caught up to Tiziano, I think, actually, is what happened.
1: Yeah. Like, if if I were more in shape, I would wear what he's wearing. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But it, it's sort
0: of a pale beige or a cream color, and he's he's just chilling. He's a cool yeah. guy. Long long straight hair. He is the uh, uh, the brains of the outfit, uh, the, the voice of reason, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then uh,
1: we hit our mid episode title card of Clash. Hello, Clash. Hello. By the way, that fashion trend was Ganguro. Thank you. Thank That's you. what it is. I knew it started with a G.
0: Or, I mean, at least that's what the colorist of the anime decided he is. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> yeah. Actor notes for these two. Squalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, his English voice you, you may hear as John Watson in Moriarty the Patriot. Oh, okay. While his Japanese voice is Neutrophil in Cells at Work. Okay, okay. And dubbed both Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man and Alden Ehrenreich's Han Solo. <laughs>
1: oh, man. I-, I love learning about the japanese dub voice actors for like big time western celebrities i don't know why that's so interesting (laughs) to me but is it like a big deal to be like the 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 dub actor for tom cruise over there is it just another job i don't know i have to imagine it's at least regular work
0: yeah and from everything i know about like professional actors Mm -hmm. they don't really care If it's good work, they care (laughs) if it's regular and it's, like, a a, a legitimate enough enterprise that you get paid on time. Sure, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Like, every time every time a show that has been like running for eight years or whatever finally gets cancelled and Mm. it's a show that doesn't have a very good reputation for whatever reason. People are (laughs) like, oh, finally, this actor who I love, who is in like TV jail for all these years, they must feel so good they're going to have the time and freedom. No, they just got fired. They don't (laughs) feel good. Yeah, yeah. They liked being there, probably. Mm -hmm. They made friends. They had fun. They had Fucking job right here, <laughs> yeah. But where was I? Oh, right. I was talking about Tiziano. Uh, uh, Tiziano, the Italian painter, was like foundational to the uh Venice school of Renaissance painting. Congratulations, we're all very proud of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, his English voice uh, uh, is Jin Wong in Astral Chain, okay. Cool. So all of you platinum heads out there might might recognize him.
1: Speaking of Astral Chain, that game is basically platinum going. What if we made JoJo stands into a character action mechanic? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it works mm. pretty okay. Anyways, <laughs> uh, while his Japanese voice is drumroll please, Seto fucking Kaiba. Oh my god! Yes. Oh yes! man. Yes!
0: So, so right. who are some of the uh, uh, Hollywood actors that he is the dub for? Uh, how about Colin Farrell? <laughs> how about the character of Kylo Ren shares a voice with Kaiba of Kaiba Court?
1: Oh, dude. That, and that of rules. course,
0: from the Fifty Shades of Grey franchise, Christian Grey himself. Oh my God. Kaiba wears Dom jeans. <laughs> Once you sign his BDSM contract,
1: he reveals his trap card. Ah. Pot of Greed, what? <laughs> you made that a trap card? Okay. That's a very funny intersection of characters. I love that. <laughs> oh, they need to get the English Kaiba in
0: JoJo's. I swear. Yeah.
1: That'd be great. That guy is still doing work. There's a Yu-Gi-Oh movie every couple years where Seto Kaiba has to go to space or transcend reality so he can do another card battle with Yami Yugi. <laughs> Whatever it takes, man. Whatever it takes. I will find my card-playing boyfriend.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, so, so, yeah, Narancia is coming around. His his new tongue is working again. He's got his pen out of his throat. And uh, he's confusing all the boys by describing
1: the enemy stand as the size of a small boulder, the size of a large <laughs> boulder. Yeah. He's like a giant boulder, and he escaped through the back of the store. And everyone's just like, what? He said he was in the soup. And is confused, like, oh, did I just say that? And mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Uh, M- Mista is going like, okay, let's let's really clarify this. And he puts his hands, you know, a couple inches apart and is like, was the enemy about this big? And he stretches his arms out wider, or this big? And Narancha is just saying, like, yes, no. And, like, he's shaking his head, like, getting confused why he's saying the opposite of what he wants to say
0: he seems to be under the effect of some sort of confusion stand mm-hmm. and it's everybody's just getting really fed up with him. like what what do you mean this thing is slow as molasses how what how, how did nobody else see it then on oh, a what the fuck is wrong with you
1: yeah yeah and misa is just like okay you're bullshitting us you didn't see any stand did you or whatever and the ranch like no yep i totally saw a stand and then he just starts convulsing and freaking out because he can't say what he wants to say
0: so so you know how we've said that like in in every part five episode Mm -hmm. there's one moment of like really exaggerated, exhilarating uh, fight choreography animation. Yeah. In this case, it's just Narancia being so distraught at being unable to communicate properly. Yes. He tries to snap his own spine the way he's convulsing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's wild looking.
0: He's, he's caught in uh, some sort of severe reverse liar liar. He, he's caught in a truth truth where he yeah. can
1: only tell lies. Mm-hmm. And so there's a part where, like, is just like, okay, there's something weird going on here. We got to get away from this area. Let's get on that boat in the water. (laughs) And Narancia's thinking, like, "Uh uh-oh, no, that's a, uh uh-oh. And he tries to, like, warn them about that. And And instead
0: he tells them it's a great plan. They should absolutely all go in the water right now.
1: Yeah. And then, like, Naranja, you know, distracts everyone for a second and, like, runs in front of a table doing some weird body language. Everyone's just like, what's up? And that's when Naranja sees a shark-sized shark fin shoot out of the water near the boat. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he's like, the enemy's right there. And he points towards the water. And then his arm just snaps and points towards the inside of the restaurant instead. <laughs> and he starts, like shedding tears he's so frustrated he can't say what's what he wants to say and during mm-hmm. that moment when tears start streaming down his face this shark teleports from the water into his tears yeah
0: oh <laughs> so bruno 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 bucciarati of course sees this as an opportunity of course he does he always does mm-hmm so, so yeah, we, we're just going to take out the, the guys who are able to scramble to find them quick
1: enough, and once they're gone,
0: it, it'll be smooth sailing to Sardinia.
1: Yeah. Uh, and so, now that the shark is in Rancho's Tears, we, we go back to Squallow and, and the other mm-hmm, guy. Mm-hmm. You finally get to, to learn about the other enemy stand here, which is localized to Talking Mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It is, of course, called Talking Head, named for the
0: band Talking Heads. Mm -hmm. The best case scenario of a bunch of guys in art school who are like, we can play instruments, probably.
1: Yeah. It worked
0: once. Stop trying it. (laughs) So, so yeah, this is a little tentacle blob imp uh, uh, that lives in your mouth and, and got put there by Clash. And it makes its victim, in this case, Narancia,
1: stop making sense. Ah? Ah? Uh. I get it. Yep. And so, yeah, you you get a, a little a little shot of Talking Head in Narancha's mouth. And he's just a little guy. He's just basically a head with some tentacles that kind of just stick to your tongue and ugh. But yeah, uh, Abakio is going to the bathroom where Narancha was forced to point at and using moody blues to transform into whoever was just here in the bathroom uh, so they could figure out where the enemy is or where they've gone. This is when Narancha runs into the bathroom uh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and tries to make another distraction here. And he's trying to force them away from any sources of water. So he's trying to really twist all these faucets around on the sinks so no water yeah, drips out of them.
0: And any, like, residual water in the sinks or on the floors, he's he's sopping up with paper towels. Because, like, before rushing in, he, like, had a little bit of a moment to himself to focus and to, like, commit to finding his
1: own determinazione. Yeah. Uh, and when he's, like... Uh, twisting all the knobs on the sinks, uh, his tongue acts against him. Yeah, it stretches <laughs> yep. out like yep. a lizard, like a, a iguana tongue or something. and just grabs one of the faucets and twists it on. <laughs> So, so everybody, so, so the
0: plan, everybody who's not currently being attacked by a stand at least has, has the plan to like use Moody Blues to track this stand, become the stand and, and follow it where, where it's gone along its path, figure out what's up. Because, mm-hmm. you know, interviewing the one witness ain't working. Yeah. Uh, so, but Narancha needs them to be out of the bathroom, one of the wettest places in a building. <laughs> yeah. So he has a plan. Yep. He has has a plan to get everybody out of the pool, so to speak. He uh, uh, rushes in front of of, uh, Abakio, slams open the the door to the single stall in here, and starts peeing, which, as we know, is part of the group's dynamic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But he's really overdoing it. He's egging him on a little bit too much, and I'm wondering how much this is what he means to say and how much is, uh, uh, talking heads Yeah. Talking-headed. Uh, especially, quote, get over here, Abakio, I got a present for you. Check out the bowl for the surprise inside.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, he's just pissing in front of everybody, and Abakio's, Are you, like, a fucking pervert? When did that happen? <laughs> and so everyone- He's just trying to induct Trish into the group. What's- with- bring the (laughs) teacup yeah and so everyone like bruno's just like you know what we should probably go back to the table outside and try to track the guy from uh there instead and everyone's just like yeah great idea and so they all leave it's it's much less gross out there (laughs) yeah
0: there's less piss outside so I guess his best plan so far is to
1: make himself tell lies so distasteful that even these nasty boys are chased away. Yeah. So everyone's starting to leave the bathroom and, and Giorno is the last to start walking out. As Narancia, like has his hands over his mouth, trying to keep him from saying more bullshit, his super long prehensile tongue that he now has goes in between his fingers, comes out, Extends all the way down to his pants and grabs a pocket knife uh-huh uh-huh
0: the <laughs> the famous Naracha switchblade, and he slices his own hands open with it, like he, yeah. he cuts his palms and one of his fingers, and so blood is pouring out of him blood that a shark can swim in <laughs>
1: <Whoa>. <laughs> they love that stuff they love it, and so Jorno notices that and goes like. Oh, you're bleeding. I can fix that. And, you know, Narantia really doesn't want Jorno to get any closer, but all he can say is, yes, please fix me. <laughs> please heal me. And this is what I think really cues Jorno in that something's wrong.
0: Narancha is saying, please and thank you. They're nasty boys. Something's <laughs> wrong. They
1: never say that. <laughs> Uh,
0: but but Narachi can't risk it. He can't let Jorno get even a step closer to his knife, tongue, and the shark living in the puddle of blood. <laughs> so he summons Lil Bomber to fire uh, at like a handrail pipe on the wall to superheat the metal, not yeah. to destroy the pipe, but to like all the the repeated impact will get it all hot and steamy, so that he can cauterize his hand <laughs> wounds and stop the bleeding. Yeah. So that there's nothing that Jorno can do to help him more. Now, now Giorno really knows something's up, because that's a weird-ass thing to do. Yep. Unfortunately, that pipe wasn't a handrail. It was also a a pipe that does water and stuff. Mm -hmm. So there's now big, big water all over the floor, and uh,
1: Clash jumps out of it and tears Jorno's throat out. Yep. He gets fucked up. And, like, right before he gets his throat torn out, he's like, oh, Is there a stand attacking you that makes you say the opposite of what you want to say? Ah! (laughs) 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 Fucking bitten on the throat by a shark. And that's the cliffhanger.
0: That's the cliffhanger into uh,
1: (laughs) our third ending and second ending
0: song. Mm -hmm. uh, Because the first two shared freaking you, of course. Yep. Uh, Second one did not last very long. No. 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 (laughs) Nope. So, this song is called Modern Crusaders by Enigma. Uh, Remember Enigma, the swirly purple guy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, from now on, I feel no need, no compulsion to stop comparing this to part three. If they're just going to call them the Modern Crusaders. (laughs) Yep, yep. Come come on, come on. Come on. But uh, this is visually pretty similar to the first two in that it is a slow, still pan over stand imagery. But now... It's a, a, a tower beginning with a bunch of enemy stands that we fought so far, mm-hmm. going a high, roughly chronological order as we go up this uh, uh, ancient column. Yeah. And then at the top of the column is all of the Passione
1: boys' stands together and King Crimson among them. Mm-hmm. And, and King Crimson looks like he's having a good time <laughs> in the sculpture for some reason. He looks pretty happy. Uh, but yeah, it ends with... Gold experience on the top, looking very uh, holy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Looks like a religious figure of some sort at the top.
0: <laughs> so that brings us to Episodio 23, Clash and Talking Head, with a brief recap, of course, ending mm-hmm. with, yeah, uh, Narancia burning himself to stop his bleeding. And then Little Bomber fires at the shark attached to Giorno, but the shark can teleport and bring along anything it's biting. Mm-hmm. So, Giorno is also zapping around the room from, from puddle <laughs> to puddle, water to water.
1: Yeah. How far away is this bathroom? Because none of the boys have rushed in immediately because they heard gunfire. <laughs> that's, that's just what it sounds like when Narancia pees. Oh, sure, yeah. It comes out like bullets. I cannot tell you why, and I don't want to think about it anymore. <laughs> and so, yeah, we, we got both bad guys outside talking about how, okay, just teleport Jorno far away. We'll get him away and just, you know, fucking end his life quickly. And then it'll be way easier to take everyone else out because they won't have a healer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Tiziano has to remind Squallow,
0: hey, by the way, don't forget, Narancha is a CO2 detector. So uh, he, he will be able to find whoever he's looking for uh, uh, if we don't keep that in mind. Yeah. He says this while sensually stroking Squallow's chest. Oh, by yeah. The way. Very
1: fluidly animated, too an inch or two away from each other's face, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> gazing deeply into each other's eyes. But, you know... They're such good friends. These <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that leads us to the OP. And then back out. Naranja, yeah, trying to figure out how to keep Giorno from being teleported away Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. Jorno is just, like, still alive, but he's got a shark fangs deep into his neck. Uh, And he's just like, oh, fuck, there's two stands, aren't there? Uh (laughs) Uh-oh! And then he sinks into the water and disappears. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, Narancia's plan is to just, like, anticipate the timing, right? Watch the shark enough to be able to to guess when and where it will pop up next. Mm -hmm. And he's getting closer and closer, And eventually has a clear, wide-open shot. Or at least he thinks he does. But when he takes it, Clash chews deep and, like, tunnels through Jorno's throat?
1: Yeah. And Giorno is riddled with friendly fire. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, right in the chest, too. Like, damn. Mm -hmm,
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And this time, when Jorno sinks back into the water, he's just gone. He's not appearing anywhere up on the CO2 monitor. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, we, we go back to the villains again, and Squall is just saying like, "Okay, I just stopped Jorno from breathing, and I'm just going to dump him. We're just going to the sewers." <laughs> so so that that's the plan. While Tiziano
0: is keeping tabs on the situation, I guess by listening through Talking Head, mm-hmm. uh, which is why he can hear all this stuff from much farther away than all the other squad boys. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it was while watching this episode or uh, getting ahead of things for next week, but I realized that sound in Jojo's Bizarre Adventure works on manga rules, by which I mean, if you're not in the frame with the speech bubble or mm-hmm. with the sound effect, you don't hear it. Yeah, yeah. Panel borders are soundproof. Yes. And <laughs> they did not change
1: any of that, any of the effects of that in the adaptation. Mm-hmm. Anime is very faithful, even even to the dumb things. <laughs> but Tiziano starts getting worried because he's just like, "Oh shit!" Naranja just said something that I didn't notice at first, but it's concerning. He should only be able to say the opposite of what he wants, but he just said Jorno got away. Uh oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that means Jorno didn't get away. That knows he. That means he knows where
0: he is, and he didn't stop breathing. <laughs> yeah. So you see, so you see, Jorno and Narancha have been working together. It might not look like it. <laughs> it might look like one of them just took a uh, like a salvo of flak to the chest. Yeah. But this is actually helpful. You see, Jorno got shot on purpose. Mhm. So that uh, uh the smoking holes in his body could be followed by a little bomber's radar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and naranja has been trying to lie doing a weird
1: double bluff to sort of like lead uh, uh these two on mm-hmm. and so yeah now now that naranja has been able to track Jorno with the 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 bullets little bomber appears in the sewer and just starts firing shots at Jorno's throat hitting the shark which causes squalo to explode into blood oh yeah just huge jets, like... Out of his arm. Blood
0: squirting out of him like silly string. <laughs> yeah. Long, thin jets. So meanwhile, our other three heroes are still doing their investigation, <laughs> and and they are looking at Moody Blues, uh, a squirched all up into a very strange and uncomfortable-looking shape inside a drinking glass.
1: Yeah, he's like halfway into morphing into the shark, but that's about as far as it goes,
0: you know those Red Dead Redemption uh, uh, glitches? <laughs> yeah. Where people models would get put on animal skeletons and yeah. do, like,
1: their animations? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's like that, but grodier.
1: <laughs> yeah. While they're doing that, is trying to follow where Jorno has gone because after... Seven feet away through an open door. Because <laughs> after, after the shark got shot, it teleported away again. And this time... The shark along with Jorno has teleported into a fish tank in the restaurant. Yes. And you can yes. see like two other customers, two women just h- hiding in the corner terrified.
0: <laughs> waiter, there's a blonde in my fish tank. <laughs> what do you mean it's your fish tank? I bought the restaurant, waiter. You work for me. <laughs>
1: So yeah, the the villains are just now realizing that, oh man, they're doing the new JoJo's trick, which is to get shot on purpose, because it's good, actually.
0: (laughs) It's a subset of of, uh, JoJo's trick. Yeah, Yeah. so practice makes perfect, basically, is what we're learning here, as Narancia presses his advantage and is just shooting this fish all over town. Uh, uh, Clash keeps trying to escape away to the kitchen. Please do not cook giorno he is not a spaghetti. Yeah. Uh, uh but but he gets sh- uh, uh shot enough times uh, uh on the way into perhaps the second wettest uh, uh part of this building. Uh <laughs> the the squalo has another just silly string jet of blood comes straight out of his chest.
1: Yeah. And then squalo goes this is going according to plan. <laughs> because he's been teleporting all around different liquids in the the kitchen and through all the destruction from Aerosmith shooting a bunch of stuff. There is now like stoves on and a bunch of other shit that's letting CO two out. But the real trick
0: <laughs> is all of the water that's been spilling out. You know, by by shooting the the huge yeah. uh, uh, cooking pots of all the pasta is that that has doused the flames of the gas stove. Mm-hmm. But the gas is still running. This kitchen is now filling with gas. And if you want to shoot your stand guns, is going to explode, which yeah. might kill you. But the explosion will certainly be Blind you.
1: Yep. And so uh, Narancia goes in for attack, an attack without bullets, which is pretty rad. Uh, he just flies Aerosmith towards the shark and just shreds it up with his propeller. <laughs>
0: We've we've learned some valuable things. Uh, if you pass out from getting your head kicked in by three powerful men at the same time, <laughs> you are not a stand user. Yep. Because if you are a stand user, you are tough enough to survive a gas main exploding, and everyone knows that won't take you out.
1: <laughs> yeah. What? What on earth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is when the rest of the gang notices, hey... There's a fight happening nearby.
0: Yeah, the restaurant we're eating at exploded. I think something's
1: happened. Yeah, it's because it's Mista runs in, sees the shark, and fires off a shot before Narancia can do anything. And yeah, the, the kitsch just fucking explodes.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, Narancha of course, tries to tell him not to take a shot. But that means what comes out of his mouth is, hell yeah, shoot him. Shoot him right now with your explosion gun hmm uh i do like narancia's line uh but before the like dive bomb uh a uh, physical propeller attack there are plenty of ways to fillet a homicidal fish and you know <laughs> what he's he's right he's right yep there is something here that i thought was the case but it's not and mm. i really wish it was back up on the rooftops uh tiziano is is talking to squalo and complimenting him for you know a fight well fought uh, uh everything's according to plan uh everybody's confused and mistrustful. Aerosmith's tracking is is useless, and he compliments him in a very like passive aggressive manner, like surely the boss will will reward us and and be proud of you in a tone of voice that's like you've you kidding you lying <laughs> what what And what I wanted the case to be was that uh, Talking Head had reverted into his mouth. Ah, yeah. And all these nice things he's saying, he's like, you fucking suck. I hate you so much, you useless boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah. That would have been fun, but it's not the case. Yeah. It would be a fun idea for a stand, though, right? Oh, yeah. its power is always on. And if it's not being used on an enemy, it's being used on you yourself. Yeah, Like, yeah. what if Tiziano lived his life 90% of the time unable to tell the truth? Mm-hmm. What kind of a cool,
1: fucked-up character dynamic would that be? Yeah, that's a cool idea. I like that. So, yeah, after the kitchen explodes, everyone survives, but they're just kind of, like, disoriented and on the ground. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Narancha's trying to warn them of the shark, but he could only say the opposite, of course. And so everyone's getting bitten by sharks. And <laughs> Narancha goes, this fucking sucks. I can't do shit here. And that's what he remembers right before Jorno got teleported away again. Jorno was saying, don't go after the stand. Go after the users. So this, this is when Narancha decides, okay, I'm going to ditch everybody. Just run off mm-hmm, mm-hmm. outside and see if I can find these two dudes and just shoot them to death.
0: All I got to do is find the guy breathing real hard because he got shot five times. Yeah. I got this. Let's go. Yep. Uh, This episode's uh, mid-title card is Talking Head. Hello. Mm -hmm. Uh, So back in the action, the enemy pair do spot Narancia, and they do confirm that Giorno is being dragged through poo water. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Squallow, Squallow's terrified that like oh no he's hunting me he's gonna come for me he's gonna find me and and tiziana's like dude dude calm down it's gonna be fine you're just gonna blend in there's no way he he uh can spot you He's wearing iron pauldrons
1: <laughs> what is wrong with you that's the real thing they should be looking out for just find anybody wearing non-standard fashion and just kill mm-hmm. them <laughs>
0: That's why Narancha was so sure this dude, like talking about his like four million lira suit was a stand. He's like, hmm. It's not weird, but it is fashion. I think <laughs> you're my enemy. Yeah. But yeah, Tiziana's still like, bro, bro, just chill. Just calm down. Everybody breathes heavy these days. If you look look at the people down there. There's a lot of I don't know. Some people playing ball; they're they're exercising a lot. You know, some people have been out in the sun all day. Maybe some of them got shot five times too. You know, or mm-hmm. it's fine. It's fine. You have just gotta calm down. And so begins
1: the biggest, uh, uh, deadliest game of Marco Polo in <laughs> all time. Yeah. So yeah, eventually they they're like trying to hobble away through the, this very heavily populated uh, street. Lot lots of people in the square. Yeah.
0: It's early Diamondism, breakable Morio,
1: not late uh, Morio. <laughs> yeah. And is having a bit of trouble at first, but eventually he finds on his radar, some. he, he spots some people who are hev- very heavily breathing. <laughs> Narancia goes, aha, the one who suddenly you know, is like breathing deeply. When you saw me cut my tongue off with my own knife... <laughs> Well,
0: uh, he finds some people and he's muttering to himself about like, oh, I got you. I found you. Again, we have to enter into like dissecting the, you know, this stand user always tells the truth. This stand user always lies. Like logic puzzle Mm -hmm. of it. Like, did he find us or is he just tricking my stand to like make us think? think he found us or is he honestly muttering to himself that he didn't find us what well, how, how does this change anything and then Naranja joins the big boy club honestly yep. he he does the true passione uh uh gambit which is whipping out his uh uh switchblade again putting it in his mouth and slicing his second tongue of the day <laughs> off yeah and while they are trying to figure out, like again, the logic puzzle of his truth slash lies are like, oh, everything he's saying is real. That's my stand. He mutilated himself to get rid of my stand. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Speaking of all uh, uh, reliable tricks, Jorno uh, left behind one of his ladybugs. <laughs> yep. Back in the kitchen, he left a ladybug. We get a flashback uh, uh, to that uh, unseen ladybug, which is now in Naranja's hand, which is now in Naranja's mouth. It is now in Naranj's tongue as it like grows and uh, uh, assimilates into his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Because he has to monologue. He has to monologue about how like, yeah, for a moment, I thought I was going to lose you. So I had to do something desperate. And the guy who let out the giant gasp when I cut the stand out of my mouth, that's who I was looking for the whole time. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would have let out a big cast. Especially.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she mentioned that now at this point, like the crowd is still in the shots, but they've turned into like the the part four style crowd, where they're just kind of a, a silhouette with a gradient on them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we specifically
0: pointed that out in the uh, the Spake Rohan. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, OVA, but instead of like I don't know polished steel gradient they, they also have a red tint to their sheen yeah the, these are false people these these are props mm-hmm. they do not care that a that a man has sliced his own tongue out at least not <laughs> in this moment so so yeah they, they are having like sort of a, a two-on-one showdown in the square with, with all these these people uh fringing the the edges around them and Narancha shouts don't pretend you didn't hear me you long-haired punk rock reject." <laughs> So he dramatically throws the knife away. He throws it like a boomerang. It's just yes. whoop, 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 Perhaps kills an innocent bystander.
1: <laughs> Who knows? Wouldn't
0: be the first time, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, as he summons Lil' Bomber to, to end the day charging forward at squalo to destroy clash to free giorno but wouldn't you know it tiziano dives in front takes one for the team Mm -hmm. in order to protect his boyfriend and 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 also splash his own blood all around the place Mm -hmm.
1: for clash to use it's an assist yeah yeah again blood is such a useful tool in part five
0: yeah, yeah. Like, this isn't even like a, oh, I see what you're doing. He sort of says it out loud. Like, he presents his his spilling of blood as a gift
1: mm-hmm. because he's such a
0: fan of Frank
1: Herbert's oeuvre. <laughs> uh- <laughs> and so, yeah, Tiziano dies in squallows arms after saying you know this my blood is a a gift for 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 you to finish the job and so Mm -hmm. uh, he
0: assures squallow of his victory with his like final words yeah
1: "Ah, ah." yeah this allows uh, squallow to send his stand right onto Narach's shoulder basically where blood has splashed and it immediately starts burrowing into his neck yeah, he, he has a
0: little moment to, to hype himself up. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to kill you because it's the boss's orders. It's because I am powered by rage now. Whoa. Ah. But you think, you know, a, a shark burrowing through your neck, trying to chew <laughs> your entire fucking head off would be scary or something. <laughs> but no, what's that? That's the JoJo's trick music. Oh, shit. <laughs> So the big themes are it's it's not it's not like a miss that's disguising the, the actual uh, attack. It's just Narancia really displaying for the first time his determination, the G in guts. Here it is, baby, mm-hmm. because he's like, OK, I bet I can kill you before your stand bites my fucking
1: head off. <laughs> it's So he's just got this stern look like that he he he's taken on this powerful pose of like this isn't affecting me at all while there is a shark like 12 (laughs) inches deep into his body now with its tail just flailing around and blood is just squirting everywhere
0: Uh (laughs) so he summons Aerosmith one more time and it uh, slams into Squallow's gut Lifting him high, high, like (laughs) 40, 50 feet above the square, while Narancha does his own battle cry. Uh, It's it's not a Muda. It's not an Aura. It's Vola, 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 etc., which means fly. Mm, mm -hmm. And so as a a squallow is flown into the sky and then filled full of lead explodes he's (laughs) fucked up eight different ways narancia like turns away and just says volare via which is badass shit yeah it kicks a lot of ass like it's it's translated uh uh, on screen as uh go flying i think but it also means like fly away you can make it say a lot of things (laughs) yeah after the second dead body falls, <laughs> this one again from the fucking sky. Now the people in the square react. Yes,
1: They're, they don't like this. Again, very much. this is all turn-based. It's the audience. It's all very frightening. <laughs> yeah, uh, Narancia does his cool ass thing where he sticks his arms out as a runway for Aerosmith to land again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is when the all everyone is just freaking the fuck out. What the fuck happened? Two guys just exploded. And there's a boy bleeding profusely from his neck. And there's also a second boy bleeding profusely from his neck. Because
0: <laughs> with the elimination of, of Squallow means the death of, of Clash. And Giorno has one last teleport right into the square nearby. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you know it, after a moment's apprehension, there is a little bit of breath where he is on the
1: radar. He's breathing. He's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Narancia kind of lifts Giorno up just a little bit by the head, cradling him. Just check he's he's okay, and it's just like let's just go, let's let's go, <laughs> let's leave. And he thinks to himself,
0: Jorno, you've become our leader. Is everyone going to have one of these moments? Mm-hmm. Is this the new cycle? Mm-hmm. We've we've had everybody meets, and now everybody is driven to be their best self by Giorno's assistance. Yeah,
1: yeah. So we, we fade to black, and when we come back, everyone's on the boat, and, and Bruno cradling the turtle in his arms with Trish, <laughs> Trish in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Their next plan is to, they have to get a plane somehow so that they can fly to Sardinia. Yes, yes. I think it's Bruno
0: that says this. Uh, it's safe to say Venezia is free of hitmen from the familia. <laughs> it's not safe to say that! It's absolutely... It's, it's literally, risotto is out there. You know this.
1: Yeah, it's literally never safe to say that.
0: <laughs> Why would you think it's safe to say that? Like, <laughs> the reasoning is we've been fighting for five to eight minutes, mm-hmm. and that would be enough time for any hitmen to find us and descend on us. Yeah, yeah. And so they didn't, so there aren't any. You fool!
1: You utter <laughs> moron! Deranged reasoning! <laughs> There's just going to be another guy in your next lunch. (laughs) It'll be a stand that looks like food, and he kills you in your digestive tract or something. I don't know. Evil Tonio. (laughs) Yes, Evil Tonio. I can't imagine an Evil Tonio. Oh, what would (laughs) such a thing be? Yeah. But yeah, that is the end of episode 24 and of the two episodes we're covering today. I like this fight. What what I appreciate about this fight is how much of it is character-driven. Mm-hmm.
0: Team-ups are are always great. Like, ha- having our boys technically outnumbered, like, gold experience does very little. Yeah. Jorno does a lot, but gold experience does very little in this fight. Uh, same with all of the other stands sitting around. Moody Blues uh, uh, curls up into a, a <laughs> water glass and looks dead. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, essentially, like, Narancia is outnumbered even though he's with the bigger crew uh which you know there, there's like tension and excitement there but also really building that what i said from the beginning it's very flattering to be proven right by this Jorno's mm-hmm. place is as a facilitator is to make these people better than they were yeah uh not only through his uh, abilities which have which did come in the clutch for sure. Oh, yeah. But through his, his perspective and his guidance.
1: Mm-hmm. He's just such a great role model. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is probably the most consistent thing with Giorno's character and is also my, my favorite aspect of him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Compared to other JoJo's, he's in a, at least up to this point, he's not nearly as much of a driving force in the fights as like being the main guy who's beating everybody up but Mm -hmm, he's just mm -hmm. really good support. (laughs) He's giving so many buffs to people.
0: (laughs) And now that Narancia has, he has dramatically torn his own tongue out. He also stabbed himself in the face earlier. Yeah. uh, uh, In a quick moment to just, to, like, grab people's attention and get them to focus on him in the very beginning of the fight when he was still, like, drowning in his own blood. It's part of why he was drowning in his own blood, I think. Mm-hmm. But but that, that he has done that move, that he has risen to that level along with the rest of them. I mean, yeah. don't forget, Abakio sliced his own hand off to, to get that key to Giorno. Mm-hmm. For all the good it did him. But... <laughs> <laughs> And I think this is something else that sets Fugo apart, that really makes it make more sense that uh, Fugo isn't with them on this, because I can't see Fugo pulling that move. No, yeah. I cannot see
1: him chopping his own goddamn arm off. mm You know, Fugo didn't get a ton of character moments compared to everybody else when he was present, but yeah, he was definitely... I don't know if he was more the voice of reason, but he was definitely uh, more of the naysayer of the group <laughs> at times. Yeah, you just can't imagine him having a moment where he's just like, okay, time to punch my jaw off for uh combat reasons or <laughs> or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah,
0: he he's not going to take the big swings, the the big risks. He's going to be like, no, it's it's better for me to have both my hands in case I need a second hand set uh in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the exact reasoning that kept him on the shore like no, I I don't want the whole-ass mafia hunting me. You guys are insane. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: There's actually, by the way, uh, an entire, like, novel written that's just entirely about Fugo. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. just more... All the, like, character stuff done with Fugo that doesn't happen in the manga. Which, by the way, Fugo... There's apparently originally a plan Araki had for Fugo that he ditched where Fugo was supposed to be a, uh, a traitor within the group he was supposed oh. to be a, a guy secretly working for the boss and keeping tabs on the group eventually he was just like you know what i don't want fugo to be a secretly a bad guy and so he just he just had him leave the group instead i believe mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't want any of these boys to be traitors like yeah. having one that's just not it the same way that the rest are i like that that's that's fun and i mean it leads to that moment mm-hmm. uh the the whole scene with the boat would not have been anywhere near as impactful if everybody got on the boat or yep. nobody but Giorno and Bruno got on the boat. Yeah, those totally. those two are the worst outcomes. You you need to have the group break mm-hmm. in, in a more real way than that.
1: Yeah, totally. You know, upon rewatching part five, especially with the English dub, I'm liking it a lot more than my first time around. There There's still mm-hmm, issues mm-hmm. I will have with later parts, but I, don't know, I I feel like I'm. I, I, there's more character stuff than I remember there being. I remember that being one of my criticisms, where it just like I felt like I didn't jive with the the gang of part five nearly as much as the other parts, and I like them a lot more this time. Maybe the English stuff really it's, is helping there.
0: I guess part of it is you are looking at the other two thirds of the screen a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Dubs are good for that. Frankly, we, we it's it's just plain facts. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Bad dubs are bad anyway. Like, th- no one is arguing that a dub is always superior. Yeah. Obviously. But, I mean, good
1: ones are good
0: yeah. <laughs> as well.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't really care. I will do dub and sub. I don't care. It's just whatever feels like the ideal version of the show for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the the characterization, the interaction, so much of it is little snatches. Yeah. Little bit. Uh, t- tiny moments, tiny uh, uh, seconds in between or alongside Uh, uh, actions where I'm sure yeah rewatching things really does make them pop a Mm -hmm. lot more because you're free to focus on those things yeah like uh, uh, if you're watching this for the plot for example, you're, it's all about Narancha freaking out, going off on his own. Mm-hmm. But there are those moments of everybody else and how they react to the situation differently and what they're doing after writing off Narancia is having like a weird freak moment of, of unreliability.
1: <laughs> yeah. There must be a scene like in between this episode and the next where Narancha is just like, I fucking told you. <laughs> next time you you'll fucking listen to me. Or at least pay attention yeah, but better. but when they listened to him, it was bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Listen to what I mean, not what I
1: say. Yeah, exactly. Look, the next time I dash in front of all of you and pee in front of you, that means something bad is happening. That's that's Narancia's <laughs> signal. It's to piss when things get bad start happening. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Jorno should have done in the uh, the previous fight. Yeah, when when he was doing those hand signals, and Arancha just thought he was waving. Oh yeah, he yeah. Just pissed. He should
0: have arced it over the little <laughs> yeah. wall. Uh oh, we gotta stop not hot wiring this car. Jorno needs help. <laughs> it's the piss alarm. When you said last fight, I thought you meant like the immediately oh, preceded yeah, like that. He should have just
1: peed down the hole onto <laughs> Crimson King. Yeah. No. Yeah, I just could not remember the name of Baby Babyface. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, he should have also peed down the hole onto King Crimson. He would have hated that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. King Crimson's st- stopping time and seeing the predictive arc of Jorno's piss and dodging it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's all I
0: got. Next week, we're going to be back with what I assume can only be, I don't know, something climactic. I'm very excited. Yeah, we're doing the next three
1: episodes, I believe. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. That's episodes 24, 25, and 26, Notorious B.I.G., Spice Girl, <laughs> and A Little Story from the Past, My Name is Dopio. Yep. Now, every time we've planned this ahead, mm-hmm. uh, someone has told me, hey, are you sure you want to do that one <laughs> and, uh, uh, and leave off there? Because two weeks from now, we're going to be having guests. Some of the people that have asked me this have been guests. And then I'm like... I don't know, you're familiar with this, you tell me whether that would be a fun place to end or a frustrating place to end. And they're like, and, and every time I've been assured, oh no, this is going to end on the sort of uh, uh, cliffhanger that will be fun to wait through yep. <laughs> for yeah. you. So I'm I, like, okay, I'm expecting some wild shit happening at the end of episode 26.
1: Yeah, I remember the cliffhanger for, for 26 20 being pretty say. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah, that's, that's the plan. Uh, that's going to happen next week. And then the week after, we are going to have not one but two guests. Ooh. Because if we can put two boats in a boat, we can put two guests into a guest episode. <laughs> that's the rules, baby. Yep. We've learned so much from JoJo. <laughs> I can't wait to find out which one has skinned the other and warned them. Uh, I hope that doesn't really come through too much in the audio. Got to
1: really clean that out. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Noise cancellation will totally take that out.
0: I hope they don't wind up looking like the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle suits where every once in a while you can see the human mouth
1: inside. (laughs) Yeah. Just an extra set of teeth inside the mouth. Yeah. Or some of the later Planet of the Apes where they they
0: weren't taking time to to block shots to to prevent that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, until next week. See you later. To be continued.